Welcome to the Dog Training Tips Podcast with your host, creator of the Dogmanship Training Academy, Heidi Hamilton. Megan here with me. So Megan is a member of the Dogmanship Training Academy. So first of all, Megan, can you tell me your dog's name, breed and age? Sure. So I have Tilly. She's a two-year-old English staffy. Beautiful. And you've really only been a member of the Academy for what, like just over a month now, like pretty yes. brand new still. Yep. Yep. Awesome. So is Tilly your first dog? She is. She's my first dog out of home, adults, yep. like grew up with heaps of dogs, but my yep. first one on my yep. own. <laughs> and what made you decide to get Tilly? Oh, I moved away from home and just the whole companionship thing. Like I lived by myself. I knew I could put time into her, had a job, but um, it was just something that I was like, I could really put my love and my energy into a dog and um yeah that's sort of why I wanted to get her I suppose and was she a puppy when you got her yes she was eight weeks old when I got oh, her awesome mm-hmm. and what made you choose a staffy I had friends that had had um staffies like I, we'd never had staffies growing up but I just knew people that had staffies I'd um, lived with someone that had a staffy and I just loved their nature and I was like this could be a dog that I think I could just gel with um yeah <laughs> I was just like a staffy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I never used to, like, when I first um, became a dog trainer, I mean, I always loved all dogs, but, Mm -hmm. like, since becoming a dog trainer, I've definitely fallen in love with staffies. They're they're always, they're just such sweethearts. I love them. Um, So when you first brought Tilly home, what was sort of your thinking on training? Had you organised any training? Had you thought about it yet? What was your mindset then? So um, I definitely was keen on crate training. That was, um, I know some people, I don't know, feel a bit funny about it, crate training, but um, I had a really good relationship with the breeder that I got Tilly off. And um, she, you know, said that she'd crate trained and I really liked what it could do. I understood the whole, it can help with separation anxiety, things like that. It gives her a secure place. Um, And she's really thrived off it. She loves her crate. She just like runs into it and (laughs) hides in there and just loves it. Yeah. yeah, And just sort of like wanted her just to be a family dog, just wanted her to socialize. Um, Yeah. Be with, be with the family and um, just make her nice and comfortable, I suppose. Just at home with me. Yeah. So had you done any other like training as in um, like training with anybody else, like any formal training, I guess, um, before you joined the Academy? We had done the usual, I did all the, you know, the puppy classes for five weeks, did the obedience classes that came after that. And then um, I have done um, some one-on-one training with a purely balanced trainer up in, in my area, local area, um, but nothing else formal. We've looked in all, into all sorts of training, but yeah. yeah, those are the main sort of things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what was your main reason for joining the Academy? So Tilly is very reactive. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, I, I think like a lot of people, I did get her during, it was the beginning of 2020. So she was around during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I do sort of like put a bit of the blame on myself, which I probably shouldn't, but I'm not a super um, social person. I don't know if Tilly picks up on that, but um, she did turn quite reactive. I noticed at about six months old on walks, you know, she'd just sort of see dogs off in the distance quite far away and um, would just start lunging um, and growling not so much barking but it was just sort of like whoa okay I didn't know that 
she was going to be like that. And then it started happening with just people walking around and she'd see them and she'd be like, oh, I don't know about them and and react. So that's sort of why I've, yeah, wanted to um, get a, some training for it for sure. Yeah, do something, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it may, it just makes it difficult, you know, you want to be able to walk them and go out and enjoy time yes. with them and it just makes those things something you dread instead of something you look forward mm-hmm. to. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely something you want to get on top of as soon as possible. And also because, I mean, it's not a comfortable state of mind for our dogs and it's not a comfortable state of mind for us. So the sooner we can get on top of that, everybody ends up being happier. Mm -hmm. Um, so you decided to join because you wanted to sort of work on the reactivity. So you'd obviously done, you know, a bit of training prior to joining the Academy. And I know we've spoken about that in some of our Q and A sessions, because a lot of it is, you know, I guess relearning things or learning things slightly differently. what you've done so what was your sort of initial impression when you first came into the academy what were you sort of thinking were you like oh no this is never going to work or were you like this is I've already done this or what was your sort of um, frame of mind there well I like I said before I'd I'd done purely balanced we've done purely positive and I'd been following you on social media for a little while um you know just sort of like following along to see um how you know your methods sort of worked and things like that and then I did take the plunge I'd I'd been following you for a little while um and then when I sort of looked at the blueprint and everything I liked that it just took a bit of everything like it wasn't purely balanced it wasn't purely positive because neither of those were really working for us just being purely one thing um and I liked that the dogmanship training was just so simple it's like you know the tools that you need are simple and you can go back and it's all about reinforcement and I know that Tilly does as any dog you know she just thrives off that you need consistency and it was good for me as well it was just like a reminder like okay let's just start back with a bit of basics and just work through each step Um, and if we're not really going very well on something we can just do it again repeat it that kind of thing so I really like that yeah and I think that's really important too because I mean um, it's great having, you know, group classes and private lessons, but once they've left, if you've sort of forgotten something or if you want to reiterate something or when you actually, you know, you start doing it and then you're like, oh, I didn't think of that question while they were here, but then it's too late. <laughs> and then yes. so it's gone, you have to wait till the next week or whatever it might be. So, I mean, being able to go back and rewatch it is really good, but mm-hmm. you've also been really great in joining in our weekly live Q and A's and asking questions in during the yeah. week in our Facebook group. Um, And I think that's really important. And I just, um, I don't think that I would ever run the program without that kind of support there, because that's right. You do get going and then you're sort of like, Oh, I wonder what I should do with this circumstance or a bit stuck on this point or whatever. And, um, and also sometimes you just need somebody to be like, yeah, you're doing it right. You're on the right track. You're doing doing the right thing, especially when you're dealing with some um, behavioral challenges because mm-hmm. it is a real mindset challenge for us to overcome as well because we've got to really shift the way we think and the way that we're perceiving their behavior and all of those sorts of things as well so it can be pretty pretty overwhelming yeah. if you don't have somebody to sort of be there to support you as you work definitely with. definitely agree yeah yeah definitely so um so you've only been a member for like a month but what would you say is like one of the most important things or one of the biggest things you've learned so far I think just sort of um you know people's like people go and they look and they say you know oh how come I need to sort of learn this again you know you start at the beginning and and you do you show all the videos about um dropping and sitting and things like that and how to hold you know a sit and a drop and things like that but it's really important I think those things people don't realize that's how you're sort of shaping 
their little brains you know like me teaching Tilly how to drop and stay in a drop is really helping her with her impulse control and all that sort of thing but yeah I think just sort of that just taking you back to basics and being able to repeat steps as well definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely um <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because almost everybody I've spoken to has said a very similar thing okay I think um when when you come into or when people straight away get into the academy or any of my programs it's sometimes it can feel like why do I have to go back to so my dog knows how to sit don't tell me this and my dog like I know how to do this but the way that we do it is not just about teaching sit as if it's a trick it's about teaching that language and impulse control and trust and leadership and emotional regulation there's a lot built into it the way that we do it which really if you've got that it sets you up for success with everything else and it's not really until you start actually doing it and yeah. seeing it happen and you're like, oh, actually, I can see this. Like now when you were, I remember when you're on one of the Q&As and I was like, I really want you to work on your drop duration. Yes. And I could see you like, yeah, I kind of get it. Like I'll do it. But I don't know if that's like, that's not really my problem. Like I didn't really come in here to say, I really wish my dog yeah. would drop for longer. But you, like you mentioned, you're getting that impulse control. And if they can't have enough impulse control to stay in a drop position in your home, they're going to yeah. really struggle to have impulse control if they're reactive and they see another dog out in the street. Oh, you know? Like yeah, So yeah. we want to be able to give the dogs the opportunity to slowly build that skill set so that when we put them in more challenging positions, it's like that next that next logical step instead of such a big leap into Um, so yeah so you've been very active in doing that and so you've obviously already seen some changes in behavior so Mm -hmm. tell me about some of the changes that you've been experiencing so um, definitely with the whole um, incorporating drops on our walks I noticed that Tilly's threshold is getting a lot shorter I think that's the right way we can get closer to people or dogs and you know I'm also I'm very aware of her threshold so I never want to sort of push her too far there's always a good yeah you've got to push a little bit just to see yeah but um just that I've noticed that and and sort of more so like she's I always say like listening she always sort of listens but she's really in tune I can see her like engaging with me more you know she's in a drop and I'm noticing that she's looking up at me and I'm like oh okay (laughs) um she's actually waiting for me to sort of give her some instruction and you know I don't say anything so she knows she's got to stay in the drop and um and then yep okay we're all good to go let's go and she hops up and it's just been really good I just feel like our relationship is already building you know we already have a great relationship but I feel like like you said that leadership is sort of you know she she trusts me she relies on me and um, we're just getting better and I hope that we can just keep getting better better. and yeah Yeah. 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 more freedom so yeah yeah that's right sounds like you're definitely on the right track Mm -hmm. I'm curious in other training had you've done have you been taught like um to get her to watch or make eye contact have you I did with um our balance trainer um she's really good with that but um Yes. It's one of those things that um, uh, we get taught, or I guess is very commonly taught, um, is that eye contact or teaching them to look you in the eyes to sort of make eye contact. And it's often something that people are surprised it isn't in the the academy or really in the foundation. And I mean, we do, we can teach it like in the challenges section, we do some tricks where we focus on eye contact and things like that, um, or sort of brain games where we do that. But 
the you know I think that's the a big thing is that we don't need to because when our language and and our um what we're saying and doing to our dogs suddenly becomes meaningful to them they actually choose to look at us because they're listening and they want to look at us and they're like oh give us more attention Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah um and also because I don't necessarily if need my dog to be looking at me to be listening and engaged with me like they can still be looking forward where they're going instead of looking up at me without you know having to do that so that's really interesting that you mentioned that because I often find that people are surprised like he's looking at me a lot more even though that's not really something that we're actually I haven't haven't told her to look at me yeah that's exactly right she's choosing mum's got a She's in charge, like, you know, she's yeah. she's gonna um show me the direction now. And yeah, yeah. and you're relevant. She's not she yeah. she doesn't feel like she needs or wants to tune you out hmm. as, like before, you know, like it was like oh yeah, it's it's all the dog, all the person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're starting to become way more relevant to her. Definitely. That's a, such a great sign. Yes. And it's also um it makes it it makes it quite rewarding because we get like, you know, that rush oh, when yeah. they make eye contact and they get it. And it sort of builds that relationship, gives you the opportunity to be like, good job. And your mm-hmm. body language relaxes, your shoulders drop when your dog looks oh, yeah. at you. That's and, a big thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Especially yeah. with that staffy smile. Like, oh, yes. You can't, you can't beat that. <laughs> no. um, so that's fantastic. So it sounds like you've made some changes and you're mm-hmm. definitely on the right track. So that's excellent. So mm-hmm. if you could give any advice, to a new puppy owner or somebody who's like just adopted an older dog um, or is having some problems with their older dog, Mm -hmm. what would your advice be? Definitely just start, you know, get into the training. I sort of sat on the fence a little bit, you know, everyone sort of wants to sort of see what everything's about, but get into it. Um, You know, this sort of training, like I said before, I haven't had this sort of training where you can go on weekly Q and A's and ask questions, you know, the Facebook group, you can go on there anytime, or, you know, you see other people posting on there and you're like, Oh, hang on. My dog does that too. Um, And then, you know, you get your response, Heidi to everyone's comments and that, and it's just the most interactive training that I've been able to do. So if anyone's, you know, sort of apprehensive, like, am I getting, get enough support you know am I paying for something that's really going to be relevant to me it is like yeah. you know whether you have a puppy an old dog or a dog that's got you know behavioral issues like me it's just something that suits everyone because everything is relevant and you can sort of adjust it to suit your dog and your situation yeah that's awesome yeah. and um I guess to now with the way the world is now where a lot of uh, everything that we're doing is online and you know there's a lot more online yeah. options um I mean when I started the academy I remember it was like weird to have an online dog training program but now it's like the norm to have an <laughs> online dog training program and I think sometimes when that happens it means that there's a lot of like below average dog training programs out there and it can really cloud your your yeah. like judgment and like what am I really like what am I paying for here yes. I'm really going to get what I need is it actually what it's advertised to be mm-hmm. um, and so I think yeah that is challenging um, in this day and age to sort of decipher and like even for me you know like if I'm looking to learn how to do something it is challenging to try and figure out like is this person real or legit yeah. or are they like Online, will I actually yeah. have contact and that's the other thing will I actually have contact contact with the person hmm. who's there like are they that just the front face but they actually don't really there's other random robots yeah (laughs) yeah exactly exactly um so yeah so that was really important and I think um and I think too 
just having, like you said, other people asking questions. Lots of times I get people send me a message and say, like, I wasn't brave enough to come onto the, the Zoom call on the Q&A and ask my question or whatever it was, but somebody else asked it. And so yeah. I got my answer anyway or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. So I think it, it really helps for all different personality types too. So that's yeah, been really nice. Yeah. Um, so you've, so now with Tilly, what is your next goal for the next say like six months what's your next goal so definitely uh, well you know as we've been doing is sort of like building on her threshold you know I'm not I've never been one to sort of I understand that I don't have a dog that is necessarily going to want to play with every dog and I'm okay with that you know I'm a a dog parent of a reactive dog I understand what that means I'm you know I'm never going to throw her into a situation where we're going to be right up with all the other dogs all on leads but I just wanted her to be able to coexist in a world where I can take her on a walk and, you know, take her out and and see other dogs. And I think the next sort of step for myself and her is sort of working on me as well, because Mm -hmm. I need to learn to just, and I've spoken to you about this, Heidi, as well. I I do get very tense on walks because I worry and I worry about, oh, like that other person's going to think that Tilly's aggressive because she's growling and obviously that's not the case. But just sort of working on, you know, relaxing and and trusting the process and and being able to take Tilly out and and so that she's relaxed you know so we just get the freedom in and I can take her somewhere and I would like to work on more um off-leash sort of recall I'm working on a long line at the moment which we have been I'm I just like the long line because it Uh, makes me think I can just grab her if I need to Um, but you know um recall I think once with reactivity is the main focus for me but that's something I'd like to look at in the future yeah absolutely I like that you keep mentioning like working on sort of reducing or um Mm. reducing increasing it's difficult the threshold making it better (laughs) Um, um so that um because I think that's something that people often struggle with with Mm -hmm. a reactive dog is that do I sit in their comfort zone this whole time and not cause any reaction or do I like put them in the deep end and make them deal with it you know like Mm -hmm. and so finding that like we talk a lot about in the academy like finding that sort of brink of where they're slightly triggered but they're not so far gone they can't think yeah and building Mm -hmm. that up Mm -hmm. um so I love that that's one of your goals because I mean if you just focus on on getting Same. closer and slowly step by step step by step before you know it you're like there you know like it doesn't yeah, yeah. it doesn't take much if you really just keep working on that sort mm-hmm. of brink of where she finds it challenging yes um, which again even with um I mean, we talk about it with reactivity, but even with like practicing sit and drop, we always talk about like, don't sit in their comfort zone. They find like one minute of a drop, don't sit with that. But it's very tempting to, because nobody wants their dog to make a mistake. Like everybody wants their dog to get it right. And so it's hard to sort of challenge yourself and your dog knowing that mistakes are going to happen, but that's how you learn. It's hard to make that jump. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. That's right. So is there anything else you would like to mention before we finish up? Anything else you want to say? Um, not so much. I mean, we're going to be working on, we've got a whole bit of a lifestyle change now thrown into the mix. <laughs> so moving, moving back home with my parents to do more okay. studies. So, um, I'm going to be training my parents too now. now <laughs> we want everyone on board. It's the same as it, it's always just been me and Tilly. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's going to be something else to sort of, and, and they have their own ways of doing things. But that's okay. Yeah. I find um, that yeah. that's, um, a couple of people I have, um, have joined the academy because I've got housemates and they're like, I, we can't teach each other because it just ends up in a fight so we just all watch you separately <laughs> yes 
everyone's on the same page without one person having to transfer the information yeah (laughs) well thank you so so much for joining me um I'm so glad to have you part of the academy and I've always since you've joined I've really just been impressed with how much you're putting in the work joining um into the live Q&A's and everything so good on you look forward to working with you and Tilly some more brilliant thanks Heidi thanks see you later Bye. bye Before you go, if you want to know more about the Dogmanship Training Academy, I have a free introductory workshop that you can watch right now. You just need to head to dogmanshiptraining.com forward slash free to check it out. Happy training.